We're taking you inside the mind of a man. This is How Men Think, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hi, this is Paris Hilton, and I'm excited to tell you that I'm executive producing the new and improved How Men Think podcast. How Men Think was always about helping women understand the things that men say and do. All of it. Relationships, dating, marriage, divorce, breakups, hookups, love, sex, family, and fatherhood. But when I agreed to do this reboot, I had a few conditions. No sugarcoating, no mind games, and absolutely no mansplaining. Men are hard enough to understand without the mind games. To be honest, I'm not even convinced that they understand themselves. But the How Men Think podcast is exactly what we need to figure them out. It's going to be fun, informative, and probably a bit scary at times. Because we're literally going inside the minds of men. Buckle up. Check out the How Men Think podcast on iHeartRadio and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Jimmy Allen. Uh, Some of you might know me as a singer, songwriter, uh, or someone you're tired of hearing on the radio. Either way, I'm me, I'm here, and I'm happy to be guest hosting How Men Think. So we're going to answer all your questions and solve some of your fascinating questions that you've probably been sitting on for a while and kind of wonder to yourself, hmm, what do men think? How do men think? But I tell you what, before we jump into all that, we're going to jump into 11 questions kind of about myself. Ah, shucks. So before we jump into that, we're going to go into 11 questions and I'll tell a little bit about me. That way, hopefully you feel a lot more comfortable. We can get on here and have a good time and I can answer some of your questions. Okay, so here we go. This is 11 Questions with Jimmy Allen. What are you known for? Tell us about yourself. Well, I, uh, I'm i probably known for, you know, being a country music artist. Uh, recently, probably it's a lot of people know me from Dance with the Stars season 30, which has been great, by the way. Uh, that's me. You know, I grew up in uh, this town called Milton, Delaware. Uh, with my father, my mother, my siblings. Grew up listening to country music, rock music, you know, Christian music, R&B, hip hop, everything. Um, just a small town guy, you know, I love fishing. I love hanging out at the Moose Lodge, you know, drinking 40 cent beers and playing cards with my family. Who are you in your personal life? <laughs> in my personal life, I'm sure my wife would say I am the kind of opposite of who I am on stage on television. Um, I don't know, I'm a lot more chill at home, you know, probably because I spend so much energy at work. I'm a lot, I'm sure my wife would like me to be a lot more energetic at home because I give it to the world, give it to everybody else. But a lot of times at home, I just love watching TV. Uh, you know, I love being with my wife and, you know, saying stuff and laughing with her and crying with her doing uh, weird TV shows because uh, we watch a lot of TV, a lot of movies. Um, but yeah, that's kind of me in my personal life. I love Disney World. I'm pretty simple for the most part. Tell us three shows you're binge watching right now. Three shows I'm binge watching, uh, Succession, um, what's my binge watch? Oh, Lock and Key just came out. You. Oh, and you. We were on you. We just finished you. What is your favorite food? I would probably say French toast. I love breakfast food altogether. Uh, mac and cheese. My grandma's recipe of mac and cheese. Candy. I love soul food. I know it's not that great for you. You shouldn't eat it as much as I do, but it's so good. Tell us about your career. My career, 
Um, well, I'm a touring country artist right now. Um, some people consider me country. Some people just consider me an artist. Either way, I get to travel and sing songs I wrote with my friends. Um, so that's for me the best part. Um, you know, getting into a lot of television now, whether it's hosting or being a contestant on a show like Dance with the Stars, uh, doing that and, you know, just working on a bunch of things I've always wanted to do. All right. And, uh, you know, in my career, I am a uh, officially a children's book author right now. I have a book out called My Voice is a Trumpet. Um, two of my biggest highlights in my career, I would say, is one, I got to perform with Charlie Pride on the CMA Awards. Charlie Pride is the first black country artist. I uh, sold over 60 million records in the 60s and 70s um, and worked with another musical giant, uh, Elton John. I got to do a song with Elton on his new album called The Lockdown Sessions. Uh, we did a song that I co-wrote with some people called uh, Beauty and the Bones. And I still can't believe those two things happened in my career. What's your biggest fear in life? Probably not living up to the expectations I set for myself, whether that be, you know, who I am as a father, a parent, a musician. Um, that's probably my biggest fear, like setting bars for myself and not reaching them, you know, um, letting people down. That's my biggest fear, whether it's my wife or my kids. That's my that's my biggest fear. What's your biggest pet peeve? Lazy people are my biggest pet peeve. <laughs> uh, there's nothing I hate worse than a lazy person and an asshole. An asshole is someone who asks you questions, you give them answers, and they do the exact opposite of what you told them to do. You know, anyone that makes excuses. I, I, I just feel like, yeah, things are hard in life. There's always going to be obstacles. It don't mean you can't get through them, can't get around them. Um, so, yeah. Those are probably my biggest pet peeves. What makes you the most happy? Honestly, hanging out with my family at Disney World. <laughs> I'm sure my family's sick of going, but I don't know what it is about that place and being there with my family. It, that really makes me happy. What is your ideal Saturday morning? Ideal Saturday morning, pulling into a city, on a, a new city on tour, you know, having my family with me, eat breakfast, hang out, you know, drink a couple of beers with my band, play some cornhole. That's that's great for me. Are you more of the athlete or the armchair quarterback? I think I'm more the athlete, for sure. Definitely more the athlete. I'd rather be out there doing it than sit and watch somebody else do it. Last but not least, what keeps you motivated? I'll say my family keeps me motivated, you know, for, for providing for them. And in my career, for me, honestly, everything clicked once I had my son. You know, I realized that my dream didn't change, but my purpose and my reason behind what I was doing changes. Because I feel like you see a lot more success. You have a purpose, you know, for what you're doing when there's a reason behind what you're doing. That was the 11 questions with Jimmy Allen. So y'all, I just answered some questions about myself. Now I'm actually here to answer questions from you. So let's jump into that right now. Hi. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. My name's Alyssa. How are you? Hello, Alyssa. My name's Jimmy. Hello. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So my question is, why do men always say they're simple creatures, but we can never figure them out? Well, honestly, 
We are. The thing is, <laughs> see, man, if you ask us a question, whatever we say, that's what we mean. And what I've learned is women like to look for meanings within our answer. There's no more meanings. That's it. So if you ask us, so for instance, you know, one of the most famous one is if a woman says, does this dress make me look fat, right? And say the guy says, yes, it does. What we're saying is, we're not saying you're fat. We're saying that dress <laughs> makes you look that way. And, and then, you know, some, I've said that to someone before. Like, so every dress I wear makes me look fat? No, I didn't say that. I said that, you said, does this dress make me look fat? And we say, yes, that dress does. Guys need three things. You ready? I'm ready. We want to watch our sports and not be asked any questions during our sports. That's it. We want, we love to eat. We love time with y'all and just enjoying it without it meaning anything. If a guy asks you, hey, let's hang out. It's not because we're in trouble trying to get out of trouble. No, we just want to hang out. Okay. One thing that men don't like the most is, <clears throat> this is the thing. My wife does it. Hey, babe, what do you want to eat tonight? Um, and I'll say something. I'll say, well, what do you want to eat? Oh, it doesn't matter. Then I'll mention something. I don't want to eat that. Well, you just said it doesn't matter. So the thing with guys, the more straight to the point you are, we understand that. When questions and things start getting drawn out, that's when we're just, guys would rather just tell us what you want. We'll do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Note taken. Thank you. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for hopping on here. Of course. Bye. Bye. What's up? How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. I appreciate you hopping on here. Of course. I'm excited to ask you my question. Nice. What you got? So I need to hear a man's perspective about texting. In my dating life, I have never understood why men text so short and simple, and they don't include emojis like obviously us females do. I just yeah. can't get a read on it. Is there any way to figure out a guy is interested you in you um, by the way he texts? Not really by the way he texts, but if he texts you first. Put it this way. If you text a guy and he responds, it's one thing. But if you don't text a guy for a day or two and he don't text you back, he ain't interested. That's a good point. That's good to know. Okay. Guys, if we want something, <clears throat> we go get it. And a lot of times I know you might try to make excuses for him or for yourself saying, well, maybe he's busy. He ain't that busy. <laughs> he, it takes two seconds to send a text. And if he's not even thinking about you, honestly, to send a text, because he ain't thinking about you, he ain't interested. Because I guarantee, <clears throat> see, guys, we're different. A lot of times girls will give out their number and not even want to talk to a guy. They just do it to be nice. Guys, we don't ask for girls' numbers, really if we're not really interested. And if we text you, we're interested. So if you're texting him more than he's texting you, not it's not about the length of the text messages because a lot of times we're straight to the point. Mm. If you're texting him and you hear from him that night or the next day, he ain't interested, move on over. I love that. That's a good oh, yeah. pointer. I'm going to keep that in mind. Heck yeah. Thank you. So I won't care if there's no emoji or anything anymore. No, nah, I don't get wrapped <laughs> up in emojis. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, uh, you're so welcome. You have a good night. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. Under pressure. Under pressure. Da, 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 da. People on the streets. 
Hi. Hey, what's going on? Hi, Jimmy. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. Um, I have a question for you. All right. Okay. So my boyfriend lives in Miami. I live in California. Um, I know you're on the road. So how do you keep it like, how do you keep your connection or your relationship close with all that distance? Well, I tell you this, most guys were bad at communication. <laughs> Honest, like my wife will tell you, I am not the best with communication, but I love my wife. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I, she's the one I chose to marry. It's the one I want to be with, but we're not always good at showing. A lot of times we're better in person. Um, I would just say, be honest, you know, first right. of all, ask them, hey, do you see this going anywhere long term? Straight to the point. With guys, it's better to ask straight to the point. Don't try to figure out what he's thinking. Just ask him, right? Okay. If you ask a guy that, right, and he gives you a long, drawn-out answer longer than three, sentence, three sentences, typically he's full of crap. Because <laughs> okay. we're very honest. Do you see this going away? Yeah, I do. Boom. That's enough. Um, but I don't know. I would say just talk to him and tell him what you need, right? And I feel like here's the thing about relationships. Mm -hmm. It's about finding someone who can give you what you need and also you give them what they need. And then find someone who gives you what you want. Ooh. And also make sure you can give him what he wants. And I say you have that conversation right now. Just be honest. Because the last thing you want to do is waste your time. You know? yeah. Or waste his time. You know, you could try to make something work that ain't going to work. And all that's doing is you're wasting time stopping you from meeting the person you're supposed to be with. And you're stopping him from waste, you know, meeting the person that he's supposed to be with. And just know there's a lot of great people out there, right? but not every great person belongs together. You know, right. life and relationships are about you living your life and they live in theirs. And along the way, you find someone who's still heading your same trajectory, but your lives and who you are don't, don't have to change. And, you know, the thing about relationships is it has to equal 100%. Not saying each person has to give 100%, but has to equal it. Because there might be some times where you can only give 20%, and you have to make sure he's willing to give that other 80 and vice versa. Right. So, um, yeah, I say you have that conversation with them and be honest. And if it don't work out, no hard feelings. It just don't work out. That means that's not the person for you. Because I don't really get wrapped up in soulmate stuff. I don't really believe in that. Mm -hmm. I believe in you finding the person who you're willing to deal with their baggage and their bad part. Because everybody can do well with the good parts of the person. But are you willing to deal with the person's bad habits, deal with their baggage? Right. That's, that's when you find, okay, I can deal with that. That's how you know you're on the right path to find a person you're supposed to be with. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> Thank you so, so much. Thank you for tuning into the love, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> you have a good night. Hi. What's up? Hi. My name is Zoe. How are you? <laughs> good, Zoe. How you doing? Where you calling from? <laughs> I'm good. I'm calling from Orange County, California. Orange County. <laughs> yeah. I know. We're pretty in Orange County. <laughs> Orange County. Yeah, I'm in uh, L.A. right now. Awesome. Well, it's nice to see you. And so my question is, I'm not currently in a relationship, but there is a guy at work who expresses his interest, i.e. buys me food, talks excessively to me, fixes things for me for free. But the other day I offered him my number um, as opposed to talking at work to avoid getting in trouble. And he didn't respond to it. He just kind of avoided it and continued today to just his sweet behavior and like didn't really like, in, like didn't really like, I think he ignored the question.
but I don't know. I'm, I'm like confused. Like, do guys like forwardness? Are they not? I'm so confused. So here's the thing about guys. <clears throat> Sometimes they like forwardness, but from what you said, I have two takes on that. Okay. One, he likes to flirt at work because he's probably in a relationship already somewhere. Okay. Or he might not be interested in girls. He probably, you know, might like guys and just wants a friend. That's what I was thinking. Oh my God. I was thinking that. You're yep. a genius. Because I'm like, <laughs> if he's if he's flirting with you and you offer the number and he don't take it, he's yeah. in a relationship or just don't like girls. <laughs> You're so right. You no, know, or maybe he does like girls, but he might want to just keep you as a friend. I don't know. I feel like those yeah. are the only three answers that you should. If do you like him? Do you find him attractive? Yes, I, I yeah, I do. What? But I, uh, my other answer in my head was he's gay because I feel like guys who are attractive and nice are either taken or gay, and that's, that's, he's not. I say he's single. <laughs> my thing is, when in doubt, just ask the question. Say, hey. I'm interested. There's nothing wrong with being honest, you know. Nothing wrong with being forward. Hey, I'm interested in you. Would you yeah. like to hang out? Are you interested in me? Are yeah, you but he said he's single. He's he's like, oh, I'm single. That's why I buy people stuff, and that's why I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, then maybe he just enjoys being single and enjoys the game. There's some people that just enjoy the game. You know, they don't want to tie down. They just enjoy the flirting, the you know, the interaction at work, and uh, it's kind of where they want to. So you should just ask him. When in doubt, that's my that's my answer for everyone. Just ask the question, try to get an honest answer out of them. That way, you know, you can just figure it out from there and I'll move on. Oh, you're so awesome. Thank you so much, Jimmy. I appreciate it. No problem. I appreciate you calling in. Have a great or day. videoing in, whatever this thing is. Yes, you too. <laughs> God bless. Right. Have a good one. See ya. Bye. Baby, hear my advice. <laughs> My wife's in another room. She probably in there like, why, why they asking him? Hey, Gabby, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good. What you thinking? What's on your brain? Um. Well, my question, I guess, would be um, my boyfriend and I are in just this new relationship and um, our schedules are very opposing. So I guess my question is, how can we make sure to make time for each other? Because sometimes it feels like when you try and plan everything, maybe it's not as romantic, I guess. I would say, see, the thing about there's a difference between romance and what you see on television. Right. You know what I mean? So I would say, find out what's important to you. Right. Yeah. And whether it's time, whether it's words of affection whether it's physical touch, whatever, and see if he can give that to you. Yeah. And, and also, if he's busy and stuff, you have to take in mind, what are you willing to sacrifice until he's able to give you what you want? Right. Okay. And, and I feel like that's the biggest thing. I'm all about, you know, have the conversation. You might not always agree, you know, but if you feel like that's the person you want to be with and he tells you and shows you he wants to be with you, um, you know, you try to make it work again. Like I, you know, I told someone before, relationships are about a hundred percent. Right. Sometimes he can only give twenty, and you got to give eighty. Right now, with my wife and my schedule, she's giving ninety percent. I can only give ten. You know, right. I'm sure it's frustrating for her, but you know, she's been great. You know, she's been my rock, holding me down, and um, to where I'm all over the place traveling. You know, she's been there. I'm sure it's frustrating, but she's still there. 
And when someone loves you, even though it hurts and it sucks sometimes not seeing them all the time, they're willing to put that work in. So I don't know. It's just a conversation you got to have with them and be honest, you know, be straight to the point. Tell them what you want. Tell them what you need. Ask them, can you fulfill this? And if you can't, what's stopping you? Right. And how long will what's stopping you continue to stop you? And then see if you're willing to deal with that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's that's great advice. Yeah, I think um, that's why I'm here. Open conversation definitely goes a long way. It's an open conversation. And honestly, I feel like the worst thing people do in relationships is not say what they're feeling. Right. They're afraid of offending or hurting somebody else's feelings. It ain't about that. Yeah. It's about you being honest. Because the last thing you want to do is not say what you're feeling. Then two weeks, two years down the road, you're in this relationship where you're frustrated, not getting everything you want. And the person you're with could have been willing to sacrifice and, and make it work. But guys, the thing about guys is if you don't know, we don't tell us. We, if you don't tell us, we don't know. Right. Yeah. We are not mind readers. We don't try to be mind readers. We are very simple creatures and women are the most complex individuals <laughs> in the world. So the best you can simplify it for him, the better. All right. Okay. That makes okay. sense. Oh, yeah. I appreciate you coming on here. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Have a great night. Uh, you take it easy. Bye. All right. We're back from break. And Jimmy, a bunch of our listeners have DM'd us, emailed us. Um, don't forget, everyone that's listening right now, you can DM us at How Men Think Podcast or email us hmt at iheartradio.com. Um, and if it's okay with you, I'm going to go through a couple of these questions. Sounds good. When you are not working, what is your ideal date night? <laughs> my ideal date night or my wife's? My ideal date night is going to the house, <laughs> bowling. Maybe me and my wife going to the bowling alley, but that's my ideal date night. Honestly, it would be going to the house, hanging out with my wife. You know, ordering some food, watching a TV show or a movie, and just laying in bed. Like, I just, I enjoy her company. Like, I really, really do. And I don't have to be doing anything to be happy. Women are always said to do it all. How are you possibly dancing, touring, and helping your wife with a newborn baby? Well, I'll tell you what. My wife's actually doing all that, too. You know, uh, you know I've luckily been blessed to marry an amazing strong woman who's doing 98 percent of the parenting right now you know while still supporting me touring and doing dance with the stars so honestly i'm doing all that because of her what is your advice if a dad won't change diapers or help with feedings how can that conversation be started man just throw it out there say hey your turn to change the diaper the dad said, I want to change. You don't love your kid, so you don't want to just, you just want to leave your kid here in a, in a dirty diaper because you don't want to get up and do it. Yeah, I see you do that. Um, but also, too, there's a balance. You know, I feel, I feel like the mom is working and busy and the dad got a lot more free time, change the diapers. You know what I mean? I feel like it's, that's the relationship, I guess, between each couple, you know, um, if you have the free time to do it, do it. And, and I'm not making an excuse 
for people that are working and don't change diapers. But again, I'm in a situation where I'm lucky enough to where my wife understands I come home, I'm tired, you know, um, and she changes our children's diapers and doesn't even mention it. Every now and again, I might change a diaper, you know, but typically I'm I'm gone. But when I come home, I'm just so tired and I hang out with her for a little bit. And if the baby's there and I'm, you know, next to her, I'll go ahead and change the diaper. But again, I think it's each each relationship differs. You know, if you feel like you need help with the diapers, don't be afraid to ask that person for help. When we are all so busy and tired and still want to be affectionate, how do you show affection? What are your favorite ways someone shows you affection? See, I'm not honestly sure what my favorite way of affection is. I, I've, I've never really narrowed in what my love language is. Um, but I know when it comes to my wife, I know she likes quality time. You know, that's a big thing for her. Um, she might not say it, but I think she loves words of affirmation. Um, and I know for sure she loves physical touch. Um, but when it comes to me, I honestly don't know. I never really stopped to figure that out. Are men attracted to women, even if they're fresh after working out or waking up? Depends on the guy. I think my wife looks great in the morning. You know, you know, I, I want to roll over and grab a kiss in the morning, even if she got her little glasses on with her bad breath. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel like when you're attracted to some person, it's the person you're attracted to. You know what I mean? So whether you see them with makeup or without makeup, that's still the same person. So for me, attraction goes beneath the surface of the appearance in the face. You know what I mean? You're attracted to that person. You're attracted to that person's soul. You're attracted to who they are. So whether they're fresh in the morning without makeup or with makeup, I personally prefer my wife without makeup. I'm all about that. Let me see you. You know what I mean? Uh, so that's that's what I'm into. When did you know you were ready to be married? And when did you know you were ready to have kids? Um, I feel like a kid thing, you can't really plan it. You know what I mean? Because I had my son when I was making $19,000 a year. You know what I mean? So it's not really a right time or a wrong time to have children. It's just once they get here, making sure. I feel like it comes to making sure you're willing to do whatever it takes to provide for them. It's not about a certain job. It's not about making a certain amount of money. Um, marriage for me hit me when I wasn't expecting it. You know, I was... You know, I was starting to have success in music. I was single. I was traveling. I was having a good time. And then me and my wife connected. And I don't know. It was just a shift for me. I was like, okay. Remember, I told my cousin, I was like, I'm done. I'm retiring my jersey. I'm hanging my sneakers up. He was like, really? I said, yeah. Because I found someone that, for me, what was important is she's from my hometown where I'm from. And I love where I'm from. I'm very sentimental. I get homesick a lot. So being with Alexis for me, it's like having a piece of home everywhere I go. And that was important for me. You know, someone that understood where I was from and someone that added to my life. And that's the big thing. Someone that adds to your life. That's when I felt like I was ready. But it wasn't a point where I said, when I get here in my career, when I do this or do that, I felt like I knew I was ready by meeting the right person and actually thinking about, hey, is this the person I want to be with? And then just making a decision to do it. This is a, a little bit of a longer email from Lindsay. 
She says, my husband has a child from a previous marriage and we have a new baby girl on the way. How do you make sure to make both kids feel special? Mm. Are there any phrases or activities my husband and I can do to make sure the love is spread evenly? Been in that situation. <laughs> my first son, Aiden, is from a previous relationship. Um, I feel like the biggest thing is always include the first child from a past relationship. You know, because a lot of times you can get so wrapped up in the new baby that you can unintentionally, you know, leave out the other kid. So just make sure whenever y'all have the kid, spend time with him. You know, do things with him and his new baby sibling, but also do things with just that child as well. Um, I feel like that's super important. Just making sure they always feel included. Last question. What is the best advice you have for keeping a marriage solid? Man, this is advice I'm giving myself the same time I'm giving you. Um, communication, which I suck at. Um, making time for that other person, even if that means you don't get as much sleep as you want or if you're exhausted. Just just being honest about everything. Even if it's something you think the other person doesn't want to hear, just be honest. That's the biggest thing I've learned about being married is just be honest. Say how you feel. Because you, you can't read the other person's mind and you don't know how they might feel when you say something or when you bring something up. So openness and communication is number one. And then, you know, I don't want to say that word compromise. Because I don't really like that word compromise. Because I don't really think the way I, I say sacrifice. I like the word sacrifice. Because to me, sacrifice means you're giving up something you want for the person you love because you love them. To me, the word compromise kind of means you're giving it up to avoid turmoil or avoid an argument. And that I don't think it should be about. It should be about sacrifice. You know, you love that person and you're willing to give up something to make sure they're happy because you love them. <laughs> Hey, y'all, that was a good time. We answered some questions. Hopefully um, someone heard something they need to hear to help their relationship continue to grow and help them with, you know, getting into their next uh, relationship. But, yeah, you know, you can catch me on all the social medias at Jimmy Allen. That's J-I-M-M-I-E-A-L-L-E-N. Um, yeah, so it's been fun. I will see y'all soon. Make sure you tune in to the Disney Christmas special. You might see me on there and I'll see y'all there. Y'all have a happy holidays. Thanks for listening to How Men Think, an iHeartRadio London audio production.